Uh, that we are in. Look at that. All right, guys. This is episode three already. Weekly, so, or I guess kind of weekly. Stephen kind of went on vacation and fucked us on the whole weekly thing. We're but uh, other than that, we are uh, weekly here. Episode three of FR Locked. I am Trevor. This is Stephen, and we also have hey. Curtis here from Durobums. Hey, Curtis. So, Introduce yourself. How are you Tell guys? us a little bit about yourself and Durobumps. So, um, I'm Curtis Glenn, and I started up Durobumps a little over a year ago. As you guys know, I started on the forums, just uh, threw up some pictures of what a plastics guy could do to all my steel fabricator friends, just trying to you know, add some diversity <laughs> and um, nice. started sure collecting. Uh, yeah, trying to flex a little bit. And then <laughs> um, my friends started uh, asking me to make them a set for their truck. I started with the uh, third Gen 4 runner, um, the best Gen 4 runner. And yeah. uh, does everything start on the third gen? I, I just like you, I am Keith, everything. I'm like, where's where's like uh, the one twenty where's the fourth Keith, gen and FJ? Pop? In my eyes, oh, Keith's guys. the trendsetter. I uh <laughs> oh, I okay. followed his lead. Um yeah, it's crazy to even talk to Keith now and be his friend. Um I followed him forever on the forums. I just never had any reason to talk to him other than say good job. <laughs> and um right. Now that I got Dura Bumps, we've collaborated on some projects and uh, we got some shit, some collaborating projects we're going to have released here soon. Um, nice. And it's really, That's really cool. cool to uh, work with guys like Keith. Yeah, and I just, um, you know, third Heck gens yeah. are an awesome platform to work on. Yeah, they are. And uh, Well, what's cool about the third gen is they're they're affordable, so like, you know, anyone from yeah. a high school kid to someone that actually wants to build a full-on, like, I wouldn't say race vehicle, but like a rock crawler or long travel, you know, that has some money, they don't have to spend $30,000 on their truck to do it. Oh, hell That's no. That's kind of no, cool There's plenty there's capable them, so. to get you in all kinds of trouble. So Yeah, exactly. and they're one of the best starting platforms when you look at it, like, ground clearance-wise, they're better than the FJs and the 4th gens, and, you know, I mean, they do have some drawbacks, but for really what you get, for Power. especially what you're spending. Power and, and transmissions, yeah. only a 4-speed, that right. sucks. Right, yeah. but, like, when you look at, like, long run, all, like, I mean, transmission's not, like, super, like, you're probably yeah. going to, unless you're going to change motor, too, I mean, you're going to be... Yeah, the transmission works fine, it's just... But, it sucks only having four yeah, speeds. Exactly. But other than that, I mean, the stuff that are quote unquote drawbacks that of like a third gen or something down the road that you can easily, you know, negate, swap out, especially with guys like I'm Keith or Duro Bumps that just make stuff so much easier. And it seems like there's more stuff available for them. Uh, I mean, they have been around longer, obviously, but like Steven said, like they're a great starting platform, or not even a starting platform, they're a inexpensive platform that people can get into and that helps a lot with like aftermarket parts. Cause like, it's like an, you know, like an XJ, they're so inexpensive that you can, uh, yeah, get an XJ and then there's comparison. so many parts for Yeah. Yeah. A third I mean, gen forerunner is like the XJ of the Toyota community. <laughs> right. 
Like, so Curtis, how did you, how did you get your starts in like start in plastics and learn all of this stuff? Let's start there, I guess. Uh I've uh been in a couple different industries working plastics and uh rubbers. I um worked in the adult toy industry for a little while. Um Were you manufacturing? Those yeah. I was, yeah, did oh, yeah. you only in, oh yeah, you know how we do it. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> That's a interesting uh industry and uh I believe it. We'll keep this talk about off-road. <laughs> Steven and I are fucking children laughing. <laughs> yeah. You don't expect to hear that every day and now everyone else no. here on the podcast will. So yeah, I've made a lot of uh dildos and uh titties, dildos are uh you know, various sizes. Why did I not see this coming? Yeah. I know. I'm not well, what do you expect? There. I'm the plastics guy. So I did that. Um, on the clean side of things, I was a uh, food replicator for a while. So from I dildos to tacos. Yeah, actually, they were running simultaneously for a little bit. Um, Hopefully, you didn't test them both the same way. No, no. Uh, <laughs> As it's a uh, poor Curtis. interesting, it's an interesting business. They were after me for my mold making abilities. Um, okay, and my mold making okay, came from. Did you ever make a mold yeah. of yourself? No, but for anybody uh, interested in it, you can get a kit called Clone Your Willy. Uh, Clone Your Willy. <laughs> Very simple, and. Um, <laughs> You can leave something behind for your girl when you're off doing whatever you do. Can we get a special like <laughs> IFS off road slash uh, FR Shake lock podcast dildo yeah. shaped bump tops? Yeah, <laughs> like a 14 incher. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, that's like 14 inches bigger than I need. Well, <laughs> yeah, 13. Anyway, so, moving on, I worked in the food business for a while, making uh, food displays for restaurants and theme parks to entice children to want your, to buy ice cream or for restaurants to display their dinner for the night. And uh, hmm. that's where I learned all my random mold making abilities. Uh, made a lot of window displays. Um, the same time for a big company like uh louis vuitton i made window displays for all the louis vuitton stores uh, i think it was like 130 something locations um these big roman themed uh window displays that held the purses and their nail polish uh more randomness sure. but uh that one kind of got me on the map uh because the molds we made were very intricate and detailed. And so I got seen from there, became a materials consultant um, for several companies, um, just helping them with uh, technical problems with their raw materials and helping them create um, molds for their production. And then Durabumps happened. I continued doing the consulting for a while because I was just selling bump stops through the forum and doing like PayPal requests. And uh, that outgrew probably in like three or four months. 
of uh yeah you hosting. took off pretty quick yeah um thank you yeah it certainly wasn't my salesmanship <laughs> so uh <clears throat> i held in there till like black friday hit my first black friday last year so i was like five months in or six months in at that time and um it just swamped me i was it killed me i was working crazy hours um had to quit doing consulting yeah yeah i made a hundreds of sales uh black friday and i wasn't expecting that um oh damn so that so was you buy more material awesome. you're back ordered and stuff a little bit oh yeah yeah there was no materials uh no materials <laughs> available so i was paying for overnight shipping i was paying the uh my manufacturer of the rubbers to expedite my order. Um, Damn. Driving back and forth. It's not the worst to problem Calif to have, though, huh? No, it's high society. You know, it's a, <laughs> you know, it's a problem, but, you know, it's a good problem. So, heck yeah. And it's that... super cool to see, like, a small business or a guy just straight off the forum. And now, you know, I assume you do this kind of full time now, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's still, yeah. um, a little wild and out of control as far as the work I put in, but I love it. Um, so yeah, it's full time. It's all I do. We're backed up on at least eight or nine, maybe 10 projects, uh, new product developments. Uh, we have new products coming out. Right. I swear, I swear they're coming out. First gen Tundra guys. I know, I know. <laughs> yeah. First gen know, Tundra guys. That, what, a few months ago. Oh, like, hey, don't tell me that. When am I gonna get one? Uh, <laughs> I need some. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I know you're First super busy. You got a yeah, ton of things are going on. Hands down, the most aggressive group <laughs> out of everybody. <laughs> well, no one uh, makes yeah. anything for a first gen tundra. They're like, "Where's all my shit at? I need parts." <laughs> yeah. Well, that's like my yeah, fit. That's my niche right there. Is everything I make is made for the vehicle. We don't do anything universal fit. Um, right. You know, there's a difference in a V8 compared to a V6, obviously. There's a difference mm -hmm. between a four-link suspension and a leaf-sprung truck. Um, yeah. So we yeah. adjust all of our designs to fit and uh, choose the different blend of rubber that we use to accommodate that vehicle. And, and talk uh, we're a the only about guys that, that do your, that. Your blend of rubber. Talk about that. You yeah, know, you, so... You actually do dual durometer. Or actually, did yeah, you say so, some things are even more it, than one, more than two? Yeah, the truth is, is all except like one or two of my products are three or four different layers of rubber. Um, I just stick with the That's dual durometer. Yeah, exactly. So what we do is we have several different layers of rubber um, that are a different uh, firmness or softness. It's referred to as durometer in my industry. And... Um, mm -hmm. So I choose the different durometers to suit the need. And that's, you know, my consulting background comes into play. Um, and I have all of my rubbers uh, told for me here in America. All of our materials are sourced in America, including our steel. Um, we take a lot of pride in keeping it local. And uh, yeah, I remember we had a long conversation, long drunk conversation about that. <laughs> yeah, I enjoyed it, man. I <laughs> really did. Um, yeah, it's it's really good to hear different perspectives on that. And I'm uh 
through and through an American boy and want to keep all the uh, business I can local in the States and uh, keep my money here as much as possible. That's my personal opinion, but um, yeah, my business, I'm so I'm going to brag local. about That's it. Awesome. <laughs> I, love su- I love supporting uh, local people. That's for sure. Yeah, so the rubbers we use, it's all proprietary blend. Um, there's a lot of similar rubbers available. Um, but I've had a few things tweaked in our materials um, to suit what I need and want. And uh, I just, you know, once I figure out the right ratio, I build a little recipe and it's like baking bread at home. Just follow the recipe. Um, next thing you know, out pops a, a mold and, uh, or, you know, the bump stop pops out of the mold ready to go. We wash them up, nice. throw them in a bag, ship it off to the customer, and um, wait for feedback. You know, in the beginning, I really, really leaned heavily on um, people like both of you guys, actually, um, for the testing. Because yeah. there's, only, there's only so much one person can test. It doesn't matter if it's you, Trevor, or, you know, Steven. <clears throat> Everybody's exactly. got their own <clears throat> driving style and different terrain we're in. and. Yeah, I so mean, getting it, it out in everyone's time. hands. I think when I hit you up on Instagram, you were like, I, I was like, clicked on your page and you had like six p- pictures on it. And I was like, hmm, I wonder if these are actually decent. <laughs> and then someone was like, yeah, you should give yeah. them a shot. I was like, let me message him and see. And I was like, hey, man, you got anything coming out for like a fourth gen or FJ or anything? You're like, actually, we just got some stuff testing coming out. I was like, well, how can I get myself a, a set of one of those? And you're like, well, what's your address? I'll send you some. And I'm like, oh, that's not exactly what I meant, but I guess that works. <laughs> yeah, man, totally like grassroots, uh, simple, basic. I don't need anything complicated. And, uh, you know, I was yeah, following, I knew who you were before starting Durabumps too. I just never <laughs> had any reason to say hi. Right. And, uh, I mean, I don't know who would. I think that's but, the yeah. coolest thing about the business um, is just getting to meet so many fucking people and uh, going to these events. Yeah. People come out and say hi to me, and it's like, damn, it's fucking crazy, right? Because I'm just, yeah, I'm just one of the boys on the trail, right? And uh, I so love I think it. That's and all for the- us because we see, like, again, like you and I'm Keith. It's like, you know, two guys that you know, just part of the community and then, you know, saw a niche and started making stuff off of that. And, uh, which yeah, makes it, like you know, his panhard bracket, it's right. just, it's such a simple yeah. part, but he took something so damn simple. Cause like I made my own before Keith ever even came across. I didn't even know who Keith was at the time. Right. I made my own. And then he comes on the forum. He's talking about, you know, what kind of things that, you know, to look for about panhard bar you know, extensions and brackets and stuff. And we started chatting and he, you know, it makes this 3D model of what he's talking about. I'm like, holy fuck, this thing's like yeah. badass. And it's only a 3D model. And then next thing you know, like two weeks later, he has an actual part loaded on his truck. How'd you make something so simple, so perfect, and so cheap that everyone can do it? And it makes such a big difference on your vehicle. So it's like, it's cool to see someone that, you know, basically you start as a product for yourself or something super similar to that. And next thing you know, it's a staple on what you need for yeah. wheeling in a way. So what yeah, are that PCK kit's a game changer. Oh yeah. What are totally. some advantages totally. of Duro Bumps versus some of the other named bump stops, which I'm not going to give any advertisement to out there? 
Oh, keeping it classy, keeping yeah. it classy. <laughs> um, so I ran um, uh, the lower end of the, you know, so there's three of us now in the market. We all know right. that Durabumps is at the top. Yeah. There's a lower cost <laughs> bump stop um, yep. that comes with mm-hmm. amazing kind customer of a more service. One. It's universal. It's uh, made of a polycellular foam. Um, yep. And honestly, it was the go-to bump stop for for all these I years. Mean, actually, I still run them um, on, in addition yeah, to the it's a it's a good bump stop is the truth. Um, there's a few drawbacks, such as it's you know, one size fits all. It's the same dimension. Okay. And for the third gen four runner, it doesn't it's uh when it's mounted to the lower control arm, when it strikes the bump stop pad, it's um it's not striking evenly. It doesn't hit flat, it hits off camber. And oh, okay. so the bump stops have the tendency to fail fairly quick because of the shear force that's applied. Not necessarily yep. the bump stop manufacturer's fault. It's us putting it in the wrong application. Um, but my mm-hmm. biggest drawback on it was it worked great until you smacked it a little too hard. And then it might as well not even been there. It would just collapse completely on itself. Um, it's two and five eighths and uncompressed height. And it'll collapse down to a height of five eighths of an inch. So you you potentially can squeeze two inches of compression out of that thing, and I don't want anything interfering with my high end coilovers prematurely, and I don't want my bump stops to travel that far for uh, crawling applications. Yeah, exactly, and that's and one thing we that have. I, that's one thing that yeah, I ahead. noticed with the uh, with your bump stops. As soon as I put now the All Pro long travel kit, kind of lowers the bump pad which is stupid in my opinion uh so because so it basically moves you know it out of place so i had to add a little bit of a spacer to actually because like i was collapsing the shock and even on the factory bump stop i would collapse the shock be up into the almost into the fender and on the factory bump stop i was like an inch and a half off the bump pad still uh mm. oh shit yeah so they I that's think, a big difference yeah, I think it's because they use like inch tube and then they mount it directly to like they almost like inset it in. Yeah. Like it moves exactly. everything down. But with your bump stops, I was able to add a small spacer. And then uh, I was able, I was like, okay, I'm just much out of the fender. I was like, I wonder on hard hits if it's going to hit the fender. And man, I like jumped the truck and still don't hit the fender. And I'm like an inch off of it when i'm you know flexing the suspension out so that's one thing that i liked is that i don't have to deal with you know this standard rubber bump stop you know bumping through the bump stop and hitting stuff or bottoming out the shock and whatnot too yeah yeah um you know on the in your application we've got uh all of the long travel manufacturers lower control arms are a thinner profile right. than the OEM. And that's why, you know, Total Chaos or Camberg, whoever is gives you a spacer for right. um your OEM bump stops. So again, we're the only manufacturer that makes a bump stop specifically for those applications that um has that additional, I believe it's three quarters of an inch off the top of my head. Makes sense because um, that's about what I ended up spacer like built into them. 
Yeah. So it, it sounds oh, to me like you're in. running cool. my standard um, bump stop, Trevor. Uh, Does that? Yeah, I am running the standard ones. And I remember having a conversation uh-huh. with another guy. He's like, you know, he makes long travel ones. And I was like, wasn't paying. I didn't tell him that when I uh, told him what suspension I had. So that's my bad. Well, <laughs> we'll get you hooked up with the long travel okay. ones just to keep this everything clean and pretty under uh, okay. there. I like the it. advantage of the long travel bump stop is um, it gives me more room to put more rubber in. Okay. And there's four layers of rubber in my long travel bump stops versus three. Nice. That's the standard in your application. And the long travel bump stops are firmer okay. to handle the uh, extra cantilever that the, you know, the long travel is producing. Right. Um, so far, they've been working really well. Um, got a lot of great feedback. Um, I had a lot of uh, influencers on Instagram running them for a while. I don't even have them listed on my website. So if anybody wants long travel bump stops, they got to write an email. Okay. And I got a little bit of questioning for you um, just so I can understand your driving style. Okay. So I can uh, get the right blend of rubber in there. You know, the, the reason so, why are, my... Are you kind of doing like ahead. a made-to-order on these long travel ones? Are they somewhat yeah, made-to-order? Yeah, everyone's custom. No, yeah, that's everyone's cool. custom. Damn, that's um, impressive. Yeah, um... I try to, you know, so far it's low enough volume where it's not really killing me. Um, mm-hmm. All of my standard bump stops that are available online, I claim they're for crawling and low speed applications. And um, I just need to find better language on clarifying uh, their intentions. You know, just like a with a hydro bump, you buy a, a hydro bump. You need to set it up for your application. If you're a rock crawling guy, oh, totally. you're not going to have 150 plus PSI in the damn thing. You're going to have it set up <laughs> soft. Um, yep. Same thing goes with a rubber bump stop. Um, but I don't have the cool ability of adjusting air pressure. I have to change the firmness or the sterometer here at the shop um, for it to perform the way we want. So. These bump stops that are available online, they do handle high-speed stuff. But the truth is, it is very possible for you to outdrive what your shocks can handle. And as you hit whoops and G-outs for, you know, a mile or two or whatever, a few hours you're out riding around, shock oils get hot, and your shocks start to lose their dampening ability. And your last line of defense is a rubber bump stop which could handle it for a period of time, but rubber also yeah, gets hot definitely. as you compress it. Um, so if you whack the piss out of a rubber bump stop over and over and over again in quick succession, it gets hot and it could potentially fail. And um, that's why I say keep it under 55. You know, that's something I never thought about, obviously, as, you know, anything like compresses and expands. Sammy Hagar song, right? <laughs> I can't drive 55. I can't drive. <laughs> You know who it is? I'm pretty, you might be right. I don't know. <laughs> but, you know, there's, there's a lot of guys out that are jumping the piss out of their truck using my standard bump stop, and it works fine. They're not yeah. railing across the desert. Yeah. Um, they work. We got, like, Opt Off Road. He's out there 
beating the he snot out of the bump stops. <laughs> oh my god! Yeah. yeah, every time I get a video from him, I'm like, oh god, I hope it's okay. <laughs> and so, now, now I've known him for you know he's been running for a year now. I get excited to see videos because we finally got some confidence in the bitches. But he was definitely my first beta tester. And boy, is he a beta tester. Travel. I was going to say, definitely, yeah. Oh, yeah. definitely a good setup or a good test for that, too, because he doesn't, he holds no bars when it comes to that. <laughs> yeah, he launches Yeah, and he still does crawling, too, which is cool, because I get the feedback from him, you know, when he's going over rocks and low-speed application. Right. Um, you know, in the lower-speed applications, we want a nice, cushy engagement, but for it to get fairly firm, um, to prevent body roll right. primarily on the what we're crawling. Yeah, body roll and when you come off a rock, you don't want to just be dropping off and then, you know, smashing yeah. into another rock because your suspension's compressing so fast. That's something that I had uh, you know, somewhat of a problem with with the other brand that I was running up front. Uh and then what I actually did is I kept the other brand up front and then I put yours in the back and then paired your guys together and it actually works pretty well because now it's you got that soft, you know, I wouldn't say weak, but it's it's nice for the very first little bit of cushion. Kind of helps dampen those little bumps. And then once you get through that one, that one can only go so much. And then you hit yours and it's just, you know, it does its job really well. So I just paired them together and it actually works fantastic. And, you know, something you might want to look into is, you know, do something. I know you're doing something a little bit lower, I think, right? As a replacement actually, for the stock uh, fronts. Yeah. So the third gen forerunners and the first gen Tacoma guys. We have two bump stops that are mounted on each lower control arm. And currently, my bump stop is mounted at the rear location of the lower control arm. And it works great until you start going fast and you start cooking your suspension um, and it starts to get a little uh, soft on you. What we're seeing <laughs> is the front bump stop is being over compressed. Um, I've broke several on my truck of the front bump stops. They're firm as can be, but believe it or not, they do compress a fair amount. And when you over compress that front bump stop or you hit that front bump stop, you definitely know it. It's firm, uh, it's solid. Oh, yeah. It allows the rear Dura bump to over compress and collide with its own hardware. Um, so, in a solution to that, and which is kind of the best of both worlds, you still retain your low-speed crawling. And for the go-fast guys, they'll be able to purchase a set of Dura bumps that goes to the front of the lower control arm and uh, be run in tandem. And nice. it's just a larger version of the OEM bump stop. And... uh it has two two layers of rubber built into it, so we get a little bit of progressive feel out of it. But its main feature is it will not allow you to over-compress it. Um, that OEM bump stop yeah, just can't handle 55-plus miles an hour. We're doing. <laughs> no. And another thing is you would never, if you weren't running a front bump stop, if you just had your OEM bump stops installed, you would never be able to drive 50 plus miles an hour because you'd be coming into those bump stops so firm and solid you'd be bouncing all over the trail right. so once you install yeah. an aftermarket bump stop any brand but you know ours is the best um it really 
slows down that upward inertia and slows the wheel travel down before transferring all of that inertia into the frame, in turn bouncing you around the trail. So with the bump stops installed, you're able to drive 10 to 15 miles an hour faster down the identical trail and the cabs planted, uh, you feel way more stable and uh, sometimes to your own demise, you feel like uh, Robbie Gordon all of a sudden <laughs> with the bump stops installed. Right. Right. Yeah, I noticed a huge difference, a huge difference on mine. Yeah, I couldn't believe. It was, it was pretty awesome. I ran stock bump stops forever and I couldn't believe that I was like, once I had these installed, I was like, wow, that was uh, awful beforehand. Now this is great. I could actually, because <laughs> I run. Yeah. yeah. You just come into those bumps and it'd just be like, you don't feel it. And all of a sudden, whack, super. And awesome. I run pretty. So now it's like, you could feel the bumps, but you're not whacking. Right. And my shocks in the rear are pretty long. Uh, so obviously the, the collapse length is longer than, you know, what most like 10 inch shocks are because they're 12 inch shocks. So I, you know, I get like, mm -hmm. I don't know, probably four inches of up travel, three and a half inches of up travel. And so I was coming in and hitting those factory bump stops in the rear and I was like, holy hell, this is bad. And then I put <laughs> these, like, that yeah. was like my biggest thing. I was like, maybe I'll go hydro, but I don't really want to spend that much money because I don't really go fast. I don't know if it's, you know, worth it for, you know, going slow. And so, and then I got these and I was like, like, like first trip out, I was like ripping up a uh, access road with some like gnarly potholes. And I was like, this is nice. This is like, you can actually go fast now and not feel like you're going to lose it every time. So I'm a, I'm a fan. Yeah. So one thing that I tell people, especially in our community, whether it be Toyota or off-road community, but the Toyota community, especially now a lot, and I'm not bashing Jeep guys. But a, there is a lot of Chinese-made Jeep parts or overseas-made Jeep parts they can order on Amazon and get them overnight, yeah. which is fine, I guess. But obviously, you're losing, you know, especially like, you know, bumper. I mean, you can get like a $200 bumper for a Jeep off Amazon, and they get it overnight. Yeah. So it's like this like impatient factor comes in, especially in the off-road community. And it's like, you know, they didn't ship it out, you know, a day after I ordered it and stuff like that. Um, oh yeah. And yeah. one thing, and I've even been guilty of this, but like, uh, when you're dealing with smaller companies and stuff like that, I, I don't know how many people, or if you have people working for you over there, but people need to realize, you know, with a smaller company or a one man band kind of thing, especially cause you're, I mean, you've been in this for a year and you know, as far, you know, as you know, even being in it for a year, you're still in a quote unquote startup stage. You know, you're still trying to figure everything out because you're going to, oh, yeah. you continue to grow. I mean, in a year, just, just off numbers on Instagram, you've gone from, you know, not having one to almost 5,000 people following you. And that has to bring in a huge amount of business. So tell us a little bit about like, you know, how many, you, how many people you have working for you? You know, how many hats do you wear at the company? Just so people kind of have an idea of, uh, you know, just because you're, who you're, you're dealing who they're with, dealing with yeah, your and, you know, you know you know, if it is taking a little while to get out, give a guy a break because you are working by yourself and you're he's trying to deliver a quality product to you, not rush jobs, that kind of thing. Yeah, that's a real good question. And I'm glad you asked. Um, so currently I am a one man band. I have had a couple of employees over the last year and things didn't 
pan out one way or another, obviously. Um, so initially when I started, you know, I outgrew with the forms could handle and my email and PayPal messaging abilities. It was just kicking my ass. So I built my first website, never built a website. My uh, ex-girlfriend actually helped me with that quite a bit. So that was a good thing for her. And uh, <laughs> then, um, you know, questions being asked really helped me build the product descriptions the best I could. You know, I'm no writer. I make bump stops. And uh, so building a website and product descriptions and an easy user uh, experience on the website, it's all new to me. So I did the best I could. Mm -hmm. It worked. Um, I just recently had a new website built by uh, Front Street Media. Front Street Media. They're I'm awesome. The new <laughs> website looks awesome, uh, too, by the way. There well, I is. I'll have to scope it out. You need to oh, check dude, it's it so out. Much better. I haven't even posted on Instagram the new launch. It's it's overwhelming. I still get all. It, if it makes you feel great. better, Stephen, <laughs> the only reason that I knew he had a new website is because before this interview, I opened the website and his Instagram. So if I have any questions, I can click back and forth. And I was like, well, this is cool. <laughs> so. Yeah. Um, yeah. I'll check it out. So. Unfortunately, I've been kind of lagging about telling everybody about the new website, but we got new descriptions. Every page is, um, you know, it just flows great. It's streamlined. I uh, was able to hire uh, Front Street Media to do all that and couldn't be happier. We just got that launched, I think, the beginning of uh, last okay. month, somewhere around in there. Um, so it's new, and that is to streamline the order process make it nicer for the customers make it nicer right. for me um and just just better communication about what what we got who we are um so yeah it's a beautiful website love it um in the last couple of months we started um picking up uh distributors we've got about a dozen distributors now um so that that's pretty cool is the way that customers can get their product shipped overnight is going to one of my new dealers. Okay. Um, if you go on and the so website, you there's a list a, on your site. Okay. You have a list. Of, yes, you know, like sir. A map there's or a dealer like locator. Yeah. Yes. At the bottom of uh, the homepage, there's a section that says uh, dealer locator. And um, I've got uh, my current dealers in there. We've got ADS, Racing Shocks, Battleborn Off-Road, Big Country Customs, RSG Off-Road, SS Belt, State 48 Overland, my local boys. Um, we've got SDHQ Motorsports. Um, and I'm sure there's Anyone a few else? more okay. I'm drawing a blank on. Uh, oh, yeah, the truck shop. Thank you. San Diego Truck Shop we just picked up. Um, yeah, so it's been going well. Um, it's always nice to have dealers running, and it's even better when they place repeat yeah. orders. So, um, <laughs> hell yeah, that is that's the big uh, change in the recent, you know, month and a half, two months is getting my dealers running, and I've been sending a lot of customers that don't want to wait uh, our eight to ten business day 
uh, lead time that is clearly posted on every page <laughs> of my website uh, to dealers. You know, then the dealers uh, give them give them the service they need and want, and I can act as a manufacturer, which is what I want to do. That's right. right. Volume. But uh, it you know, sounds like this is a really good yeah, step really forward cool. in your business model of what your goals are. That way, gives the, oh, cu- the uh, customers a great uh, um, option to you know review the products on your site, but then they click where they want to buy it from, and you know next thing you yeah. know they have it super quick because they're relying on the dealers to you know give those get those products out to their door, which makes you as a manufacturer. You're just manufacturing, doing what you do best. Yeah, and. Um... Every one, like literally every one of my dealers uh, are awesome people. I've got to know them over the the recent couple of months or some of them I've known them for, you know, the last year I've been in business. We just finally got to the point where I'm ready to get uh, distribution agreements together and mapped pricing and all kinds of other mumbo jumbo you don't really take into account when you just make bump stops, yeah. you know. <laughs> So learning um, in progress. Oh yeah. But every single one of these guys, they all helped me out where they could, gave me pointers, um, really helped me get on my feet with all of that uh contract mumbo jumbo <laughs> stuff. So that was great. And now I've got it all together and we are full steam ahead. Um we've got uh big country customs, they're up in Canada. Um, so yeah. that's our first international uh, distributor. They're great guys, a lot of insight in the industry about local, um, you know, trucks that they have. Uh, they're missing fourth gen forerunners all together up there. It's like the unicorn. <laughs> so who would have figured? So it's cool insight what like that. That's weird. Yeah. It's a shame. That's, um, huh. So where would, uh, I mean, you're always out and about, you know, going to events and doing stuff, you know, where was yeah, some events, events you're going to be coming up to that, uh, you know, people can check out your products or, you know, just meet you and um, bullshit, you know, you got I, anything else coming up? I know you just, we just went to our CNG event up here in Big Bear. Locally. Yeah. We that just, was pretty cool. That you and just your, your guys that. came over and that was awesome. It was a good time. Yeah. That was a great event. It was great to meet everybody and see a bunch of customers that I've been chatting with on the forums and social media. It's, it's humbling, you know, to go to an event like that. People knew who the hell I am. I was never, uh, I never had the most cleavage or the nicest ass in the group. So you, you can take hints cool. from Steven on that. He's been um, working on his Instagram modeling. Uh, if you haven't seen that, go check that out. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> it's working well, yeah. buddy. It's working. I mean, I unfollowed well. you just to follow you again. Yeah. So, yep. Oh, that so I am getting I'm sure. from it. I'm, I'm still still not getting free oh. trips around the world, but I need a sugar daddy. Oh, yeah. We're all working on that, right? We're all working at that. <laughs> um. Yeah. Yeah. Any any trips so, coming up for you? I mean, nothing big. The the only thing I have that's like hard in the calendar is Tundras to Sedona. Um, and what is they that? were actually my first. So that is primarily a group of Tundras um, that we all run up to uh, just north of Sedona. Um, we've got this big spot in the middle of the forest down Schnibley Hill Road. And last year there was 200 and 
30 something trucks or a little bit more than that. And, you know, there, there had to yeah. been over 500 people. Um, and it's like a big family event. Really, really cool group of guys. Icon shows up. Uh, Adrian Icon was out there um, doing raffles and doing giveaways. There's a bunch of trail and runs. That's like a week long event. And that was my first event. Yeah. Yeah. This year it's seven days. Last year, I think it was four days. Um, so keep your eyes on uh, Instagram, Tundras to Sedona. It's a really cool event. It's, um, it showed me a different side of events. It's really, I didn't know anybody when I showed up. I knew like 10 people, but when I left there, I knew half the group, honestly, which was great. People come out from That's California. Cool. People are coming from Ohio, Texas, everywhere. They're just, it's the event. Awesome. I loved it. Um, so I'm really looking forward to that. The only thing I really think is going to happen between now and the end of the year, because um, once the holidays come around, I disappear, get real busy. Um, but the only thing I'll be doing is some local uh, events. I, I do a lot of events with uh, Arizona Tundras as much as I can. Um, again, because the, tund the Tundra dudes are real cool. It's a lot of um, really laid back, family oriented guys. It's totally not your hardcore wheeling group because <laughs> they're Tundras. You know, I like to go out and yeah. three wheel. Hey, I've seen on some of the Tundras with your bump <laughs> yeah. stops ripping through the lake beds and stuff. So. No, no, that's oh, yeah, shit. Here, there's that say. video. Yeah, there's that video of that guy going through uh, something like Cinder that. Mountain or something. Cinder. Yeah, you know, Cinders. That's part of um, Tundras of Sedona. So we have Go Fast Friday. Ribbon. We, yeah, we go to the Cinders, which is like some volcanic it's, uh, lake bed thing. It's all volcanic rock. It's sandy. Big whoops. Like three foot rollers. It's awesome. And we have time trials to see who's the fastest. And there's a lot of oh, supercharged shit. tundras out there, the long travel, or even the long travel guys out there aren't really necessarily gaining too much speed. It's all about shocks. It's all about who's uh, smoothest. It seems like, but it's fun. That's where I got to showcase my product and high speed applications. That particular truck you're talking about is White okay. Sherpa on Instagram. Yeah. Um, He's been awesome. You know, he's another guy I've followed along forever. Um, Tron, uh, my buddy Stefan, and uh, Jamie. They're all Tundra boys that have been instrumental in getting me seen, getting my product in the right people's hands. And uh, so thankful for everybody. My local friend's Johnny. He runs my Instagram account with uh, Jamie, who I just mentioned. They're handling my instagram account so people get responses within a day or two so that's a big awesome. improvement nice. too um one thing that not killed not me is you, well i've never social media before um durabump's instagram was set up for me by a friend um telling me i need to do it i need to do it i never did it so he did it for me and now that <laughs> i have it i can't believe that uh I didn't have it all this time. The support, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Seriously, now you and, have um, to have it. To it's huge yeah. because, yeah. like, for like... me, being uh, obviously the youngest out of the three of us, like, 
the forum platform was like almost dead when I came into the off-road community. And so everything that I was in was Facebook groups and, you know, different mm -hmm. Instagram pages and stuff like that. And like, even now with the IFS off-road forum, like I'm just starting to get like into that forum itself. Like I was never on Tacoma world or I hate mud or pirate or anything like that. Uh, so yeah. I didn't even hear about you uh -huh. until Instagram. And then obviously Instagram has been a good platform as well as the forums for you. So yeah, I think especially this day and age when for advertising yeah. and stuff like social media, I think is one of the biggest that you'll have. Oh, hands down. And now I've got my uh, two buddies helping me out with it. They speak the language. They know how to use the apps really well. And um, they're on it. They're the ones that make the Durabumps page look good. Um, unfortunately, I, I like being on there. I like chatting with people, but it's just, it's overwhelming. You know, I get a dozen or so messages a day and there's just so much going on. Damn. And next thing you know, two hours has passed by and I'm late to yeah, especially since so, <laughs> you're still a one-man band yeah, running the whole show. You only have so much time in a day to get different stuff done. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to get my ass moved up. I'm Right now I'm in Tucson, and I'm trying to get moved up to Phoenix um, so that I so, can expand So more. are you... Um, there's no sense in hiring are people. Are you in, in a... Go ahead. Uh, shop or you like we're making them out of your garage i know that i assume you have a uh a somewhere manufacturing for you i don't know what's what's that process look like no it's actually me okay um, i'm the manufacturer i'm the designer i honestly do 100 percent of That's it awesome. in-house myself at my house um so yeah i start off with um you know, just research on the forum, seeing what other guys have done as far as spacers right. with their OEM bump stop. And um, kind of gives me a reference point to work with. And I'll do some measurements on uh, shock shaft length and uh, that sort of stuff, just figuring out the basic geometry. And I design it on a computer with some CAD. Um, my original models, I'll 3D print just to do some test fits right. to make sure I didn't screw oh. anything up, um, <laughs> which happens. <laughs> yeah, the full uh, manufacturing process going on in your, in your, you know, on your house, in your house or garage uh, or whatever, you know, that's, yeah, you got um, everything going I'm on. I'm definitely living <laughs> like a bachelor. Uh, I have 3D printers <laughs> in my kitchen as we speak. And my shipping department <laughs> is my living room and dining room. And, uh, yeah, I'm busting at the seams. The only place that's not business is my bedroom. And, yeah. uh, and that's, that's for the previous business. Yeah. Yeah. But it's hard to bring <laughs> that kind of business. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know how I do. Um, that's for, all, yep, that's for his yep. previous line of work business. <laughs> yeah. That's for the, those are displays. I swear. They're just displays. Curtis, like you guys got to You just keep bringing it back to that. Yeah. Huh? <laughs> Oh yeah. That was well, out of nowhere. So, that was hilarious. So how many orders do you think yeah. you're shipping a yeah. week on average, if you don't mind sharing that kind of information? It really varies. Um every month I've increased significantly. Um I'm probably doing about 
35 to 40 Jeez. orders a week right now. Um, Damn. Yeah, and a lot of That's these orders good. could be for front and rears or a couple sets of fronts. and So it's all over the place. And keeping up with raw materials, um, it was kicking my ass so you're for actually, a long time. You're actually driving out to California still to pick up your, your raw materials? Yeah. All of my steel comes out of California. Um, the shop I use has American sourced steel, and all the work is done by uh, people in California. So I like that. I can justify the drive down there to pick it up. Um, the only reason I drive down is I can't right. wait for the time for shipping. So, again, a good problem to have. Um, but just recently in the last couple of months, have I got to the point where I'm ordering much, much bigger orders. Um, I order several hundred pounds of rubber at a time every week. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I got a really good powder coat shop I use now that's got a consistent turnaround time, which is good. Um, I went through several powder coat shops that, uh, you know, sometimes it takes three or four weeks in powder coat and. Right. I can't have that sort of lead time. I still got to make bump stops and everything. Nobody wants to wait eight weeks for a bump stop. So I had to invest my own money yeah. into all these raw yeah. materials and steal because, uh, you know, you got to take so into account let me, let me walk through this real quick so everyone so, kind of has a, in case they've missed it over the last, you know, 50 minutes we've been on here already. You're on, this is basic, not what your day looks like, but essentially. So you're on Tacoma World, doing research on Instagram, you know, talking to customers, you know, figuring out, you know, what people want to see, different stuff like that. You're designing bump stops, whether it be CAD or molding, doing the R&D, 3D printing them so you can get some like test fits and all of that out. And then you're, you know, molding bump stops, uh, whether it be, you know, your standard production stuff or you're doing the made to order stuff all of that and then on top of that your uh packaging shipping labeling getting all of that stuff out the door and then if you're not doing any of those things you're you know picking up stuff from the powder coater taking stuff to the powder coater or driving to california to get your raw steel and all of that stuff all and shipping yeah. all as one yeah, person uh, when do you yeah, do, I'm do a busy you eat guy. at all in there um, or sleep Um, sleep is definitely, <laughs> okay. uh, lacking and okay. I, uh, I eat all right, man. That sounds I eat busy. All right. You know, what's crazy is when I, oh, it's crazy busy. Um, it's a great opportunity for me. I can't be any more grateful than I am. I've got friends like yourself, um, all these Instagram guys, we know Keith and, uh, no, in the it's beginning, awesome. I just had that, a small this, following. In my opinion, yeah, it's man. like the best part about this whole endeavor. Like, you know, with me, with the forum, you know, I'll be out wheeling and stuff. Yeah. And I'll see some guys that are wheeling, you know, whether they're solid axle or IFS guys, we'll be chatting. And a lot of times, right. like, I've seen these guys on the forums or Instagram or whatever, and we'll be chatting. I'll hand them a koozie or some stickers or whatever. Yeah. And they're like, oh, shit, you're that guy? Yeah. And yeah. Actually, you know, we're talking yeah. for, you know, a long time. And it's, it's so cool to... You just meet new people like, you know, yourself and you know, like you're saying, there's a lot of different people that you're out out there and you end up building a ton of different friendship, friend, yeah, 
friendships. You know, it's awesome. Yeah. That's, in my opinion, the I, best part I've about it. I've never met you know, so many people in my life as I have with Dura Bumps. Um, I've never had a reason to go up and chat. Your, your thing. Yeah. 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 And having the influencers, you know, online get behind my products and running my products and giving me feedback. That was a huge push and um, totally built off of the back of the off-road community. I didn't, I might be the captain of this ship, but it was the whole team that no, got I think us that's here. Cool for sure. That's one thing that's nice about this community, awesome. at least for the whole, I mean, obviously there's, you know, you know, shitty people in every industry, but at least for the whole, that this community seems like super supportive, yeah, especially of small business people. Like if you look at the, I don't know if you know the Wheel Every Weekend, Ian and Brittany, but they are all about the, you know, yep. small businesses, supporters of, you know, like, you know, Corva and all of that. So, you know, keeping it local and that kind of thing. Yeah. Right. Not just about making it money and, you know, getting all right. the Instagram followers and being cool and famous, you know, it's not about that. That's what's no. cool. It's like about, you know, Ian and Brittany, right. they're doing it for all the right reasons. They're having fun doing it. They're supporting the people that actually should be supported. Like you're saying, Corva, and they're supporting the small businesses and in turn, people want to help them too. And, you know, they, you know, a small shop, they become a shop, small shop that and now it's everyone cool because wants to, you, you know, support them too. So go ahead, Curtis. Yeah, that's all grassroots. Yeah, that's really where it's at too, is giving back to the community, man. Like I wasn't no uh, volunteer or some saint before by any means. But now I have an opportunity to help give back to the community with these events we go to and these giveaways and fundraisers. Um, last year, Durabumps helped raise over $50,000 at these um, raffles that we attend. And uh, that's pretty cool to be part of. And right. yeah, it's a lot of damn money. I don't have that much money. Um, so it's cool to see it. these that's, people come. That's awesome part. And, you know, want to throw their raffle ticket into the Dura Bumps hat. Um, and it's really even better to see where this money's going to. And it's actually getting used in good ways. It's not just lying in some big corporate guy's pocket. It's getting used locally. Um, we got a lot of these Instagram groups. They do a lot of good local charity stuff. And I really like to be a part of it and help them out in any way we can. Uh, SoCal Tundra Outlaws, those dudes, the most organized form group ever. And they do big stuff. They do big events, um, very active people, and um, just real, real kind. You know, everybody needs to be kind. Everybody needs to give back to their community. And um, it doesn't have to be with money. It doesn't have to be, you know, you just show up and, so you see, you pass somebody on the side of the road in the neighborhood, you know, that you live in, make sure they're good. Make sure they, you know, yeah. got a jack for their flat tire exactly. or whatever. And, uh, yep. yeah, if actually, we all get back yeah, to that, something like that, we'll yep. get somewhere good. That's yeah, huge to do that. I was actually driving down the freeway, uh, last week and there was some guy in the center median and he has a gas can. And I was like, shit, this guy's like about to run across the freeway and get fucking killed. So I got off yeah. and came back around and came back to him. Sure enough, the guy ran across the freeway. He didn't get killed, but he ran across, and you know his wife or whatever was there. And I was like, "Hey, what happened to the guy?" You know, I saw he had gas. He had a gas can. He had ran out of gas. You know, blah blah. 
So I get off the freeway and I found him. I gave him a ride. I actually bought him or bought, filled his five gallon gas tank for him and then went back and, you know, helped him fill up his tank and stuff. And then, you know, I told nice. him, I'm not going to let you just run across the freeway. That's, right. you know, first of all, it's stupid, yeah. but you're going to get hurt, especially running with a five gallon jug of gas. You know, that's not very safe. Yeah. So I drove him back and, you know, did that. You know, if more people did stuff like that, you know, I bring it up not to, you know, toot my own horn, but for other people to know, like, you know, do it, help people because, yeah, it's a, you know, yeah, it's important. important. Let's yeah. do it. I'm not going to go. Yeah, it's important to have examples detail, like that yeah, and people shot. just realizing that, you know, that it's also infectious too to, you know, the more people start helping each other, especially no matter what's going on, but the more people start helping each other, the more people that are going to feed off of that and keep doing the same thing instead of breeding negativity and stuff like that, too. Yeah. I, that's a good Absolutely. point, man. That's what happened with me is everybody's been helping me so much. I just feel overwhelmed. Well, Curtis, I, I try have to give to back every chance that- I can. So I work in, I've worked in it's manufacturing. Infectious. My whole career has been in manufacturing. Now, mind you, my whole career is like five years long, but it all has been in manufacturing. Um, and <laughs> one of the big, my biggest uh-huh. things is because I work in a tool and die shop. And so, you know, they are very adamant of, you know, we would rather it take longer to get it done and have a quality product. And that's one thing that I see with your stuff is like when I got them for the first time, yeah. like looking at them, like I was like, these are actually very well made. There's not seams on them that it's like, it's, you know, a very nice product and everything was very thought out. Like the hardware was there. You even include Loctite and stuff like that. Everything from start. Exactly. Start yeah, everything down, even to, to the finish. Packaging. Everything looks really nice. And I just oh, like coming from yeah. my background of working in manufacturing, like, other people may not appreciate the smaller details and stuff like that, but everything that you've done so far, I've been super impressed with. And on top of that, it's a great product made by a great guy that uh, has a good team, even though that team is himself. That is, and he's and some friends helping out, and you're putting you know money and back into the out. company and expanding. You're only a year old. It's so young. And from what you're doing already, that's why you're you're expanding so fast is because of the quality of work that you do. Because the the guys in this community that are going to support a guy like you want that quality. And companies get big and grow and excel super fast because of what you're doing already. So don't, it's not, you didn't get here by luck. It's obviously, you know, you you've earned your way here and it's really cool to see. Thank you very much. Yeah. I've been, uh, busted my ass and we're not going anywhere. We're the number one and, uh, we're going to be the number one in size here shortly. And, um, you know, I appreciate everyone's help. I, hope, it, I appreciate all the feedback and, um, you guys find Absolutely. a way to break them. I'll find a way to build them. And uh, yeah, well, I can, I'll keep I can uh, definitely try. I'm going to keep trying that. Yeah, I've been trying. That's why you're... I haven't had a lot of luck. Yeah, but I'm, I'm going to keep pushing. You know, it's crazy. The failures I've had are the most random failures. Um, I've had like a few no a beta tester guys. Ah, yeah, manufacturer error, which is, you know, my fault. No, I'm not perfect, but uh, it's crazy. Um, so far, I feel pretty damn confident in our product and its longevity. Um, 
I'm real happy with how all the bump stops are performing and, uh, you know, hearing it from guys on the East Coast and the Northwest and all over the place in different terrains with the same type of feedback. It's really cool. Um, Timmy, the tool man, you know, he was one of the guys that really uh, gave me a lot of feedback in the beginning as far as what people want to see with instructions. You know, right. instructions are pain in the butt and uh yeah he helped out tremendously with that because he's so good at all of his mechanic video stuff uh and his partner yep. sean um so again you know it's the community helping me out and uh all the pictures on my website are of friends of mine and customers of mine's vehicles i i love it i go through my own instagram page and i'm looking at pictures on there and it's crazy to think that these are all friends and customers of mine i'm just a yeah. regular guy you'll find Pretty on the fun. trail very cool man <laughs> it's, it's crazy yeah. all right and let's it is yep all right well i think yeah we're already at 60 minutes so i think we should probably button this thing up um should we talk about quickly you know we can leave week? it for a surprise right now we're still getting surprise. all set up so until we're for no. sure but uh hopefully we're gonna have a very cool guest on the podcast next week i enjoy doing these guests that we've been having on here this is our first interview so bear with us as you know we start figuring all of this stuff out and you know getting questions asked and all stuff like that i do like just being more of a conversation format you know between the few of us where you know it's not we're not overloading technical and you know we're getting questions and you get to hear what the guests or the interviewees sound like as a uh actual person you know how they are you know because most interactions with curtis or wheel every weekend or i'm keith or you know any of those guys are going to be all text interactions whether it be from the forum to instagram or an email so getting to hear what these guys are as you know actual people and hearing some voices and some you know bantering regular conversations uh so bear with us as we get all of that figured out we did mention the guest in this podcast so if you picked up on that or you have a good memory uh that is who we're planning on having on next week so stay tuned that'll be really cool i know steven and i might fangirl out a little bit on that um but that's all right so yeah, head over to toyotabumpstops.com. <laughs> That's toyotabumpstops.com. You can also Google search Duro Bumps, D-U-R-O-B-U-M-P-S, and it will come up to their website. You can find them on the forum and on Instagram. And if you want to get stuff faster, check out the dealers at the bottom of the page for Duro Bumps. And uh, that's all I have. All right. Cool. I'm excited for next well, week. Thank and again, you guys. guys. Thanks for listening. And if you have any feedback or you know anything, yep. let us know. We are using a different uh, recording platform this time around. That's supposed to be yep. better. So and you give can us also, a, you know, feedback on the sound. If you want to, to find gotten a lot of feedback, and so feedback far, so uh, and find more information, ifsoffroad.com. Uh, there is a section on there for the FR Locked podcast. Um, you can also contact Stephen on Instagram at Asperns or myself at Team Broverland. Uh, and you can ask us questions there. All right.